Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of In The Stands. I'm Tana Martin and I'm here with uh, Jack Kelly. How are you, Jack? Man, I'm feeling unreal. Um, Winger fullback episode is my favourite episode of the year, as I was an emerging winger fullback myself. Um, oh, really? Yeah, um, you know, if it wasn't for coaching, I could probably be in this list today as a potential cash cow, maybe even a gun, but... They thought I was more of a front row, so, you know. Bit of an under-9s prodigy, were we? Mate, under-9s, under-10s, under-12s. <laughs> um, anyway, um, today we're talking all things of winger fullbacks. Um, we'll be talking guns, mid-rangers, cheapies. And then, um, yeah, we're talking who we think is the man, who we're putting in the stands, a couple of gambles, um... Yeah, who who's coverage six agains? So yeah, just just covering everything in this episode. So Jack, um, get us started. Who's a couple of um expensive players over six hundred k that we're looking at this year in fantasy? Um, well, obviously the best fullback option is James Tedesco. Um, but priced at seven hundred and seventy seven k, like he's probably too expensive to have at the start of the year especially he's gonna not play during origin so yeah. i think i think he's someone that you target having a final team but and we all know the roosters always like to start slow so yeah um yeah 100 percent. um i think the roosters will start slow i think all the good teams will start relatively slow because they don't need to reach their peak really until midway end of the season sort of thing um and I think with Manu, talks of Joey Manu getting more involved and 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 stuff like that. They've got Suwali in there as well. I just, I think he he'll still have a massive role in that team, but I think it will get taken away a tiny bit from him. And um, due to him just not um, being um, known as as a good starter in in fantasy, I think he's someone you aim to have in your in your final team, like you said, not straight away because of his of his price. Yeah, especially like, um, as we know, last year Manu just hovered around the rock. Yeah, and playing as like those, a second fullback. Sort yeah, of thing. he took a lot of those runs that Tedesco would typically take. So, um, he, he, you know, Tedesco's he's gonna be scoring from like fifty-five to sixty, but he's just someone that you probably don't start with this yeah. year. Yeah, I think um he has the buy round in um, round four, so um. Give him, really give him a couple of weeks, give him the buy round, and I would grab him um, sometime after that round four. Um, next up, on the same price, we have Latrell Mitchell, 777k. Um, Latrell Mitt? Yes, hold the seat, Latrell Mitt, my boot. That's it, guys. Good luck, my bubble. Latrell Mitt. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually feeling pretty good about him um, this season. Uh, we'll talk about him a lot more in depth um later but um yeah we get we get through these 600k players um who who else is there jack you've got paps um yeah ryan paffenhausen um, in america so yeah what 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 round does he get back um well hopefully round one but uh yeah it just really depends it's a bit up in the air at the moment so yeah we'll see see how that goes probably not someone i'd grab at the start, um, yeah. due to his price and his base stats and stuff like that. But um, 
but yeah, obviously we know he's a he's a good player. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, we've got Tommy Turbo at six hundred thirty-eight k. Um, yep. So another player who's um, injury prone and um, probably won't start round one, but as we know, also a a really good player as well. Yeah. Um. So we're not we're not going through the the um, players in order of price. We've just picked out certain ones that we think are fantasy relevant. So um. Mid ranges from our four hundred k to six hundred k. Who have you got in that? Uh beautiful eyes, Reese Walsh. Oh, the pretty boy of rugby league. You got to have a beautiful face in your fantasy oh, team. You do. Someone's, like. someone's got to do it. And Reese Walsh, he he happily volunteers to make my fantasy team look the goods. Yeah, just builds the arousal levels of all the teammates, boosts them up. So. Yeah, that's what I'm. I've got him in my team at the moment. Five twenty nine, new new club. Um, we'll talk about him more in depth later. But yeah, I think he's a good good mid range to pick up. Yeah. Um, I've also got Caitlin Ponga, five thirty two k. A lot of people talking about him at the moment. Yeah, well, he does have that half injury at the moment, so it just depends like how he's going with that with round one. But yeah. Yeah, position change to five eight. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, Joseph Suwali'i, 498k. I, I do think he's he's going to have a good season this year, a lot better than last year. He's another year older and stronger, and watching him at the World Cup, he was he was pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think he's a good one there. I think just after the speech that The Rock did before the <laughs> World Cup final. Oh, that would have... So that, that could motivate anyone. Yeah, so, you know, watch out for that. Who else have you got in your middies? Uh, Lockie Miller. Oh. Just got released from the Sharks, and he's just, I reckon he is the man this year. Yeah, I do I do have some words to say about Lockie Miller later. Um, 426k, he's looking very popular, and for good yeah. reason. Yeah. Uh, who else? Top. Oh. Brian oh, Toto. Brian Toto, my man, my man this yeah. year, five hundred and fifty-seven k. Little little beast, so powerful, so good. Yeah, so good to watch. Good pot option. Yeah. So yeah, he he'll be um good this year. Um, lastly, I've got Xavier Savage, four fifty-two k. I know we'll um have a uh, good conversation about him later um i, yeah. I see he's, he's growing in popularity don't know why but, but yeah <laughs> yeah quite, quite confused with that so yeah we um we'll share some words on that later um and it, finally a uh, cheapies below that 400k mark um who have you got in there um we got hammer time we got hammer so to buy theater yes um I, oh, these these cheapies, I they are in a lot of teams that I've seen. Um, I'd have them. I'd have them all sitting together in 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 rosette of the stands. To be honest, I they could, all of them can just sit next to each other and watch my fantasy team play because I'm not having any of it. Well, yeah. the ham. <laughs> we know we're talking about him now, but the hammer's probably more relevant in the centers as a cheapie. Yeah, but he he could go in the centers, but 
it's just the winger fullback drills good to have as cover so yeah yeah if, if you're really down bad with injuries the hammer can always slot back yeah um i've got chance nickel cockstad 372k um yeah we'll talk about him he plays like him and um will kennedy at 370k both um pretty similar talk about them um later but yeah just boys that i'm i'm not gonna have a look at at the start of this year until they show me something um i've got Avarillo and Hayes Perham just depends on whoever plays fullback. Obviously, Avarillo is a, a fair bit more expensive, but um, yeah, they're both options. Yeah, I think um, Avarillo, um, he's 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 pretty good. I think if he does get that fullback spot, I will really consider it. Obviously, if Hayes Perham gets it, I'll be straight straight on that. And um, I think I think he is in the in um the running the front runner to get the fullback spot for the Bulldogs. So yeah, two hundred and ninety eight K Hayes Perham's looking looking very good. Probably one of the only cheapies that I would um have in my team. Um yeah. And lastly then, I've got Tamara Martin. Three hundred and thirteen K. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Sorry, he's Hayes Perham isn't the only one I would go for. Tamari Martin, the Warriors prodigy, hundred percent. Yeah, he's got dual as well, so that's always yeah ideal. Yeah, dual position is something definitely look out for. All right, now that we've had a a quick overview of um the players and their and their prices, let's get straight into the analysis part. And my favorite part of the episode: who are we putting in the stands? Putting in the stands, I'm going to put. Now it sounds bad because I have him in my team. Oh wow, (laughs) you're putting someone in your own team into the stands. Yeah, currently it probably won't end up. How have you managed that? Who is it? Tom Trebojevich. Get him off the field! That was diabolical! Get him off the field! Tommy Turbo. Yeah. All I've heard you talk about is how good he is. Look. We saw how he came back last year. He only had two games over 50. Um, And... I know 2021 he had that crazy season, but without that, without the 20, like the ball that they used in 2021, he has not averaged too much. Like he's averaging what roughly around 40, 45ish. Um, in 2022 he averaged 37.6. Yeah. I'm just talking like career wise. Oh, career wise, without, yeah, he'd be around that forty. Without, or. without the twenty twenty one ball that they had. Oh yeah. yeah, if you exclude twenty twenty one, where he where he averaged eighty point two. Just a fluke 2. of a season. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a really good season, and I don't think you'll ever be able to replicate that. And just how injury prone he is, 
and he's a ta- he's an attack heavy score scorer. Manly don't look too good as a team, oh, especially when you yeah when you when you're not a great team and you're a fullback who relies heavily on on tries like. In in twenty twenty one, his his best season, he averaged one point six tries per game. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. Yeah, I don't see like Manly are a good team, but I, yeah, I don't see him averaging that many tries per game in the team he's in. Yeah, you look at twenty twenty, he averaged thirty nine point one. Twenty twenty two, thirty seven point six. Like his base stats are below people's expectations, and yeah, I don't think he'll make money either so i just i just think he's just avoid him i don't see any upside to him at all really yeah trust me i'm avoiding him and once i update my team he will no longer be there sorry turbo all right um my first player i'm putting in the stands i'm sorry jack but it's your boy from from the melbourne storm ryan pappenhausen Yeah, all right. Let us hear um, it. Yeah, I reckon 100% don't buy him off the bat, even if he even if he started round one and he was fully fit. Never, I would just never buy him off the bat. Um, if you really like him, have a look at him first. He's very injury prone, which is a massive downside. Um, but yeah, last year he averaged 1.3 tries per game, which is ridiculous. Um, but in like, that storm attack, it's possible though. Like, oh, he won't. I just much like Tommy Turbo. I just I don't see him doing what he did last year. And people only remember those tries. I uh, only remember those games where he scored like four tries. Like, there were games where he scored and he produced mid mid thirties with a try. And in round five last year. He got a score of 19 with a try. Like, his base stats just really aren't aren't that good. I think he is a, he's a, definitely a risky player, but he is a risky player that is worth it. Like, he is... Uh, he's only played 16 games with 70-plus minutes over the past two years, which is very concerning. But hopefully going to America... He is able to get a bit stay of trail mitt in him. Get a bit of trail mitt, play the full season out. And in those sixteen games, every one in five games, he scores over a hundred points. That is ridiculous. Most yeah, that... players don't score a hundred in their entire fantasy career and he's yeah, doing it one in five games. That's exactly why I've got him in the stands, Jack, because I just don't see it happening again. But Wait, we'll, we'll That's see. a two year sample size though. That is a two year sample we'll, size. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, but me personally, he's he's parked up. You're gonna next regret to, putting him next in the to stands. His, next to his family and his friends, and he can watch my team play. All right, next I have Will Kennedy, who I've seen in way too many teams this year. Baba. Yep. Um. Yeah, I just have no idea what people. I mean, I do. I they see him as as a cheap price, and a player who's in a who's in a top four team as a fullback, but even even last year they finished third, and he averaged twenty three point seven. Like he's a good player, but he's just not good at fantasy. I hundred percent agree. 
Like, and every every year, every single year for the past two or three years, people have just seen Will Kennedy. You know, Sharks are a good team. He's their fullback, but he's mm. just not a fantasy scorer. He doesn't put up big stats. Gun he, player, but yeah, good player. He's he's that. I think um he he's that player where you you think about him in in two stages during the year. It's a, it's at the start when when you're looking to free up cash so you can. So you can sort of upgrade your other players, get a couple more guns in, and during during the year, I think when you when you're trying to downgrade to someone around his price, and and you convince yourself, oh yeah, Will Will Kennedy, fullback for the Sharks, gotta have him. Like he must be good. Yeah, you like see Will Kennedy string together a couple thirties to forties, and you're like, oh, he could be good, and you trade down someone that's expensive Massive to try and mistake. bring in a Cam Murray, and then you're stuck with Will Kennedy on your bench for the rest of the year. Like, last year, he scored in the negatives twice, and he scored over 40 points once in the whole year. Like, it's just, yeah, you'd, you wouldn't go near him, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. Yeah, straight up there in the stands. It's, all right, who else have you got? I've got AJ Brimson in the stands. Another AJ player Brimson. that look, not a lot of people will probably have him, but he is. I've seen him around. He's he's, he's appealing um, because he's got the winger fullback duel. Yeah, I've his popularity to like stick him in the in the halves. I've seen that in quite a few teams on fantasy forums and stuff. Yeah, but he scores. He's gonna play fullback with Kieran four and six and Hannah Boyd seven. Mm-hmm. But he scores worse in the halves. Sorry, he scores worse at fullback than he does in the halves. Yeah. And last year in the halves, he was just dominating, like scoring fifty plus. But the seven starts at fullback last year, he averaged thirty nine point nine. So. You look at that, he's priced at 665k. He's going to just lose money. Yeah, 100%. Wouldn't go near him. Yeah. All right, there, oh, I feel like there's there's a lot of winger fullbacks in the stands, which I think makes it the hardest position because you've got to choose three of them plus coverage on your bench. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, which makes sense why I have a player in the stands in my team. Yeah, it, it really does because there's not... Yeah, there's not that much to to choose from. Because um, the best options are just way too expensive, and then there's just not a lot going on elsewhere. Yeah. So next up, I am putting in Chance Nickelcockstad from our own team, the Warriors. Kills me, but he, oh, he's just he's just not a good fantasy scorer at all, and I've yeah. seen him in ninety percent of teams, and yeah, it's. It is annoying me. Um, he's injury prone. And yeah, the reason people fall into that trap because of his price. Um, and yeah, his, his price won't move. If anything, it'll go down. Like he's not he's not a cash cow. He's not going to make you money. So there's really just no upside to him. He averaged 26.3 last year when starting at fullback. Yeah. Like that's good player. Yeah, just yeah, it's ridiculous. Yep. Um, and lastly, 
um, I've got um, a player that everyone seems to be hopping on at the moment, um, Xavier Savage. Yep. Um, yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't think he's that good, to be honest. He's priced at 4.52 and finished 2022 20, really weak. He only had one score over 40 in the last five weeks. And the only way he's going to be relevant if he takes a big jump and averages 45 to 50, but I just don't see it happening. Raiders fullbacks typically haven't scored well. Like you look at Chance, he was arguably one of the best fullbacks in the NRL and he was not fantasy relevant during that time. So, unless Savage breaks that mold, I don't see him being fantasy relevant at all. And yeah, no. When you got, when you got two running halfbacks, Jack White and then Jamal Jamal Fogarty, I, he's, yeah. Plus Savage is only, he only gets his points from his from his kick returns. He's very fast, pretty powerful, but yeah, I th- I honestly think that that's all he's all he's got really. He might make a break. Once a game, he might score a freakish try every now and then, but like, yeah, honestly, he's he's really not worth it. His price isn't gonna go up. He's yeah, you should not have him in your team, even if you're using him to as as a cheapie so you can upgrade elsewhere. Yeah, just just don't. I would not have him. Yeah. Um, I've just got a. I've got one more. To put in the stands. Yep. And it's Tyrell Sloan. Now I know Tyrell he's at two, Sloan. I know he's at 250k. He's in every look, team. Everyone owns him, and I've got no idea why. First of all, there's a good chance he probably won't even play fullback because Cody Ram- Cody Ramsey could definitely oh, have yeah. that spot. Yeah. Um. I do. I rate Sloan over Cody Ramsey, but I think the Dragons will start Cody Ramsey at the start of the year anyway um, a lot of people think it's appealing because the Dragons have their buy round round one so you don't have to deal with that but yeah 100% he, get it out he's yeah. so inconsistent yeah he the only games he scores decent he needs tries and there's been games where he's scored tries and he still scores like 13 points like yeah I'd avoid him. I think um, the the fact that he's two hundred and fifty k people will just go ahead and put him in their team. But the thing is, if he doesn't get that starting role, or if you wouldn't be confident to have him in your starting seventeen, because we either you look at your twenty one right, and everyone's gonna have a buy round at some point. All your twenty one players are going to be in your 17. So if you're not if you're not confident putting one of those emergencies in like Tyrell Sloan who may not start who may get you 10 points like yeah just a a huge trap people will fall into is just loading their emergencies with the cheapest players they can find that they think will be starters or or whatever. But yeah, like yeah, just yeah, wouldn't have wouldn't have Sloan in my team. I'd yeah, in the stands, straight yep. to the stands. Yeah. All right. Now we go on the other way. 
who is the man this year? Winger fullbacks and a roll fantasy. Lachlan Miller is the man with the plan. Game pace. Oh. Being, re- being released from the Sharks, gun fullback. Obviously, Will Kennedy's a gun as well, so he's been stuck behind him. But mm. now he's at the Knights. The fullback spot's all his because Ponga's going to play six. Yep. So um, now that he's, pri- he's priced at 426K, but yep. his fullback average is 49.8. So he has that potential to be priced around 600 to 700k. Um, however, with the shift from the top, like a top four team with the Sharks to a bottom four team with the Knights, obviously his scoring should be impacted negatively unless he has made a big jump this year, Lockie Miller. Yeah. So, but with less attacking opportunities in Newcastle, he might drop to maybe that 40, 45, but. Even that 45, that still is 100, 200K you can make with him there. Yeah. So. Look, um, players who we think are the man aren't necessarily players. You, you get it round one and you, you hold them the, the whole time. I mean, um, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Lockie Miller's a superstar who's, who's going to be the captain by the end of the year, but... He is very, he's relatively cheap and he will make a lot of money. And with the wing of fullbacks not having that wide range of good players to choose from, good players that are priced well, he he's someone you need in your team because he he's a good player. He will actually make you money, unlike 90% of the wing of fullbacks. And yeah, I, I do agree you need him in your team. Yeah. He. He is the man that bridges you to a player like Tedesco or Latrell. Yeah, because they will drop. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Latrell, um, there there aren't too many um, gun gun winger fullbacks. I would call the man, but I had to add one other than Lockie Miller. Can't just have one, and I've gone with Trell Mitt. I like that. I um, yeah, yeah, I do too. He he's known to be rocks or diamonds, but if you do have a look at his stats, he's getting more consistent every year and getting a high base stats um, as years gone on. He um he averaged similar scores in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. However, he scored a lot more tries in twenty twenty one, which means his base stats are increasing um so he, he signed a new deal he wants to win the grand final lots of motivation there and yeah he's a he's a really good pod i don't think many people have him and he could produce you massive scores that could go a long way in winning your games increasing your overall rank and um and stuff like that yeah i 100% agree when latrell is motivated he is arguably one of the best players in the NRL, and he has every reason to be motivated. He's going to be hungry, so um, I don't think we'll see those single-digit scores that he likes to randomly spit out every yeah. five weeks or so. So <laughs> hopefully not. Um, yeah, like he averaged last year. He averaged under a try every every three games, which 
which isn't very good, and he still averaged highly. So you, you chuck in a few tries there, he could he could be very dangerous. Um, and the thing is, um, he doesn't have the buy till round sixteen, so you can literally just chuck him in, set and forget. Um, but yeah, at at the end of the day, um, he he's personally he's not in my team, but it it depends on where you want your guns. Every everyone's different. Some people want their guns uh, as a as a halfback and a middle. Some people want it a winger fullback gun. So, in my opinion, if you're gonna get a gun winger fullback, an expensive winger fullback, I would get him. Yep, I agree. All right, um, now Jack, um, I know you're not 18, but we're we're heading straight to the casino. Today, <laughs> a week time, a week time, I could sneak into the casino. So yeah, we're we're getting close, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll go to the casino right now. Who who are your biggest gambles? Um, but yeah, you you you're iffy on going into the new season. Look, Reese Walsh. There's lots of reasons to lots of stuff to like about him, but there is also lots of risk that comes with him. Yeah. So, starting off with stuff to like about him, he's 20 years old, and, like, you think of how well he's played as a teenager. He's played 38 games of first grade as a teenager. Now he's 20. He's back home in Brisbane. He's happy. He's with his family. He's, you know, killed it in a bottom four team, and now he's moved Mm -hmm. into a top eight contending team. Um, He's... Plays both his buy rounds after round sixteen. He has a lot of attacking upside. Like he scored nine tries in a bottom four team, which is pretty impressive. He he is a really good player. He's he has got a lot of upside, but um, yeah. What what are the downsides that make him make him a gamble? Um. Well, first of all, he needs to learn the new system of play with Kevy Walters. Yeah. Um, and starting at a price average of thirty-seven, mean he has very he doesn't have much room for error. So if he's going to provide value, he needs to like jump up to that fifty. He can't just be sitting around forty, forty-two. He's got to be a fifty-point per game scorer to be a gun. Yeah. Um, and he's always shown flashes that he can do that, but just never consistent enough to be a gun. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I think at the Warriors there were times where the Warriors were just not not going great at at a point in the game and oh just give it to Reese Walsh, let him do whatever he wants. Broncos completely different. They've got they've got boys like like Reynolds and 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 their middles are so strong. I feel like everyone's going to have their role that they stick to. It's not just going to be oh yeah, give it to give it to Walsh and let him let him do his thing. Like he did and at the Warriors. The, and at the Warriors, like, it was his spot, whereas he has a lot of competition for the fullback spot. Like, he's got Herbie, Cobo, all yeah. waiting he's the if he starts playing bad. So he, he's he got to be playing well to keep that spot. 
Um, so I think if the Broncos are playing well, Reese Walsh is going to be the, like the center of that attack with Adam Reynolds. Yeah. Um, personally, he he's a gamble I'm going to take. Um, I've seen a lot of people um, bag him a little bit, saying that um, he's he's not going to be good this year. I think the opposite. I think his attacking stats will improve with a better team. People are saying yep. he's going to lose goal-kicking duties. Like, seriously, he averaged two, 2.1 goals a game last season with the Warriors. They didn't score many tries. And Which with is Reynolds' f- injuries as well, like, oh, Reynolds yeah. usually will probably stop goal-kicking after a bit if he has a sore hammy, sore calf. So that's just going to be Walsh. He's straight into that. Yeah. So yeah, you're losing an average of four points, which he'll make up in attacking stats, I believe. So I'm, I'm going to take the gamble. Are you, yeah. are you Jack? I'm wanting to take a risk. Like, he's one of the best pods. Um, so, a lot of... Don't stress out after round one because they play Penrith and don't expect them to kill it there. Yeah. And he, they also play Cowboys round two. So, if he doesn't play well the first two rounds, don't stress. Just hold on to him. He's going to be a gun this year. All right. My next gamble is Kalen Ponga. KP. Yep. The I, two uh, pretty boys in the casino. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> in my opinion, he's, he's inconsistent. He's at a terrible team. Injury prone. He's partnered with Hastings, who's a very controlling half. Um, he's played five games at 5-8, at where and he's um, only scored over 40 once. So... I believe if if he can't score over that forty mark, his his price won't rise. Um, yeah, it simply won't rise if he can't average over forty, which is which is his downside. But yeah, what's his upsides? Look, he's had those injuries, and obviously he still has those niggles. But he has put a bit of weight on, so he can be comfortable at six, mm. and that should help with his durability throughout the season or hopefully obviously this doesn't sound very good right now but in the long run putting that weight on should only be good for his move to the halves yeah um and not to mention um he's a freak he is just a he's a freak player and people forget how young he is like he he's 24 still he's just been around for that long that he just feels a lot older than what he is so yeah so yeah once he once he hits that 25 hopefully he can have that breakout year so yeah it is it is a gamble a lot of lot of downside but as we know it's Caitlin Ponga like a lot of upside too so not a gamble I'm going to take at the moment but yeah I can see why people would take it but yeah I do think it is a massive gamble well if you think of it um, Ponga could definitely be similar to Dewey, a player that's moved from fullback yeah. and moves to the halves. And what Dewey's been averaging sixty in the halves last year. Obviously, has goal kicking, but and Ponga will probably lose that. But still, yeah, he he could hundred percent be a gun, and he could also hundred percent be a dud. So yeah, could go either way. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else are you gambling? 
I think another big gamble is Brian Toto. Oh, he didn't say that. Now, he is a gun player, absolute beast. Could run for, run, run forever. But it's just the fact that he's a winger. Like, you just can't trust a winger. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Obviously, in Penrith, he has the ability to be consistent because of how potent their attack will be. And they'll play down his side because Taylor May is out the first few weeks. But I just, yeah, I don't like having a winger with a winger fullback as a gun player. Like, priced at 557k, that he could definitely just stay stagnant around there just with inconsistent scores. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk a bit more about my man Brian in the um, in the next segment. We have the six again, but um, but yeah, I see, I see how you think he's a bit of a gamble. All right, I've got, I've got one more. Um, the hammer. I think he's a, I think he's a massive gamble. He is a massive gamble. I just think um, yeah, lot, lots of people have him in in their team. I think he's a big chance of not having that fullback role after the first six weeks. I personally don't think he's a fullback. I reckon he'll get moved straight to the centres or the wing. Um, obviously, freak of nature in in attack. He's, he's fast, but I don't think he's a good fantasy scorer. And, yeah, he's got plenty, plenty of downside, but then again, he can produce massive scores. Yeah. He... It depends what day. Like, there's days he's came off the bench and scored 35 points in, what, eight minutes. But then there's games where he's scored nine minutes and 80 minutes. Sorry, nine points in 80 minutes, I should say. So, hopefully, Wayne Bennett should be able to get some consistent scores out of him. But at his price, we don't need him to be that gun player. Like, a, a 35 to 40 average is what we're looking for. And that price rise with the hammer yeah. especially in the centres like, I know we're talking about him now as a winger fullback but he'll most likely be in the centres if you do own him and as a mm. centre that's more than reliable yeah yeah so could go either way I'm not I'm not going to take um, that gamble um, are you do you have him in your team I do it's hammer time baby bang yeah, bang so- We'll see. We'll see which. Uh, we'll see which way that goes. Um, all right, moving on. Um, six again. Segment. Six more. With Martin just conceding six more. He did well, but just didn't get off in time. Players who dropped a little last year, but we believe will regain form. With a with another opportunity, so um, I'm giving six again to Brian Toto. Yep. Um, he's my man. I've got I've got him in the winger fullback position. He has the ability to um to be a consistent high scorer, but the side switch last season did affect his scoring. Um, he averaged fifty eight point six in twenty twenty one. So, you know he can do it, but um he dropped yep. to a thirty nine average in twenty twenty two. Which could be a good thing because it reduced his price. He would have, he would have started last year at around seven hundred k, 
and um, he's starting this year at and um a lot lower around that that five five fifties mark um and yeah I think that he can regain form he's a big pod and yeah I reckon he's he's gonna make me some cash so I can bridge up to a gun who um who drops yep I I like that yeah so he's he's who I'm giving six again to do you have anyone I'm giving my six again to Kalen Ponga. I think yeah, right. changes, changes, changes good. Um, new half doesn't have the pressure of having to be the man anymore. Like, I know yeah. they had Mitchell Pierce, but everyone was there for Ponga. But after a down year, people aren't expecting too much from him, which is probably the best thing for Kalen. Mm. Um, and you've got. Jackson Hastings, who's just killed it last year. So you've got a player that's in form coming over. You've got Lockie Miller, who's killed it at fullback. Yep. So I think Kalen will come back and he'll prove a lot of people wrong. We saw what he did at Origin. I know that was at fullback, but when he's on, you just can't stop, huh? Like, yep. So. Um, and coverages. So... Obviously, you, you're going to have your three winger fullbacks, but due to buy rounds, injuries, stuff like that, you do need you do need um, them on your bench and emergencies, um, just just cheap ones that are actually gonna that are gonna play and and do well when you want them in your seventeen. So yep. who who have you got? Um, good players, cheap that can come so, We've got Hayes Perham. Or Avarillo. Um Hayes Per have hit so who, whoever is gonna have that fullback spot. We'll talk about Hayes first. Yeah. Um look, he's just at priced at two hundred and ninety eight K. He is you can just stick him in your bottom four and have to play him if you need to. Um he hasn't typically scored well. In the one game he had at fullback, he scored 20 in 67 minutes, and he hasn't scored over 40 before, but yeah, he is okay. a young fella. Yeah, he is quite time. young. Yeah, like what? 23. So He's yeah. around that age where 24, 25, where you generally have that breakout. So if he's, at, if he's got that starting fullback role, he could for sure um, prove a lot of people wrong. I've got Tamari Martin, so obviously he gets the half and, and winger fullback um, dual position, which is very handy to have on your bench. Um, he'll get the first crack at six, um, and if he could hold that position, he could he could make you um, a little bit of money. Um, he obviously, he's not he's not the best fantasy scorer, but he's priced at 313k. If he's going to be starting in that 5'8 role, he will make you... He will get up to the 400, 450 mark where you can um, offload him, get a get a mid-ranger or just save that cash, use it to um, upgrade elsewhere. Um, but yeah, he, he averaged 40 in 2019, which was his last season where he played 5'8". Yeah. But yeah, once again, he, he won't score high, but he'll make money and he's good to have on the bench in emergencies. So yeah, and- that's where I'm at with him. Last year, that was his introduction back into first grade. After mm. you think of the injury he had, and I know he played Q Cup, and I know he played lower grades, but 
first like that is NRL is just another level. So the fact that he can mentally get back into it and hopefully is a lot more confident. He's back home in New Zealand, so yeah. And just a feel good story. Like who you can't hate Tomorrow Martin. Like yeah. you don't really yeah. you don't really want players in your team that you don't like. And everyone likes Tomorrow Martin, so you know, it would be a great there. story. I like that. Yeah. Um finally, are there any other players that you'd like to um touch on just that we haven't haven't talked about um that people might be sort of considering yeah just quickly um Jaden Campbell if you don't know he's going to be on the bench this year so if injury strikes he'll be a price because of how cheap he'll end up being uh, sorry he'll be a buy with the price that he'll be but yeah um until he's starting don't look at Jaden Campbell yeah. Ruben Garrick he is only fantasy relevant if Turbo is in the centres or injured. So I know he scored well on the wing in 2020, but he needs tries to score well. And I don't think Manly will be scoring too many tries yeah, this no year. Chance. Um, I think that I think we've talked about it. Oh, yeah, I think we've talked about everyone. Uh, I just had a oh. a few more. Um, Joseph yep. Sawili. Um, oh, yep, yep. Sorry. Yeah, another year older and experienced. Um, obviously, um, Joey Manu and Tedesco will be the main players. But if he moves into the centres, which I think he is, um, he saw it at training. He um, He's training in the centres yep. um, with Tupo as his winger. So, yeah, I think he will have a much better season than last year. I think he could make money and at 498k i reckon someone people should really consider yeah i agree but if he is stuck on the wing it's hard to see suwali reaching um much more in his fantasy relevance but if he is in the centers we could see a similar jump like joey manu but that really just depends what robbo wants to do with the roosters boys yeah, have a look at him first. Yeah, just have a look at team list Tuesday in a couple of weeks' time and then go from there. Yeah, so overall, I do think winger fullbacks is the hardest one this year. you got to pick three of them and there really just isn't that that many players where you go, yeah, um, definitely having him. Like, Lockie Miller's the man, got to have him. Yeah. Um, troll mid if you if you're into spending money on on winger fullbacks if that's where you wanna invest. But um I think top top end keepers, um, you don't you don't want to spend money on at the start due to due to consistency. Tedesco, Tommy Tur- Turbo, Pappenhausen, Latrell. Um, mid range is sort of where it's at. Um they can produce good scores and and make you money, like your Reese Walshes, um, your, K- your Callum Pongers, yeah, potentially, um, Lock, and, even Lockie Millers, yeah, and your, your cheap options, you below four hundred k, are your traps if you're looking if you're looking to put them in your in your starting thirteen, um, yeah, I'd advise against that. I'd be putting. Every player under that 400k mark, apart from the ones we um talked about having in our emergencies or the bench, I'd be putting them straight in the stands. Yeah, 
this is the one year where it you just don't go for guns straight off the back at fullback. Usually you want to have a gun in each position, but I just don't love any of the guns. Or Obviously, Trell Mitt is a very good option based off, like, start off the round one, but I think he's someone you bring in later. Yep. Just, um, yeah, it's... Go for middies. It's the first yeah. time I've ever seen anyone said that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that would be our advice. Go straight straight to the middies. Um, pods too, because really everyone everyone's either gonna have the same though those same like Xavier Savage, um, Hammer, stuff like that. I've been seeing them heaps, so if you, you can steer clear of those and, and put in your, your mid ranges, get a couple pods in there. Um, Lee team have a bit of difference Then I reckon that'll go a long way Yep Steer clear of the trends If the trends is Xavier Savage at the moment So Yeah Don't get caught up in it (laughs) Yeah Alright so um, That's our Fantasy analysis On winger fullbacks Uh, Next episode We'll Go in depth Into the Centre position Yeah So Until then Goodbye And hope to see you next time Goodbye And yeah. Turn me up. Yeah. No, they need to stop. I'm standing at the top. That's how I know you never seen the top. Sierra King parking lot, looking like Daddy City parking lot. Hear the talks when I walk by, like you know it's over when you drop. Hey, drop. Yeah. And I'm coming with the wild.